Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's program. Our special guest today is Abel Cruz up in Wisconsin. What's up, Abel? Welcome to the program. Hey, man. Thank you for having me. I am really, uh, really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we were talking at a Toro event. We had breakfast, and you were telling me how you have 30 employees during snow season and how sometimes they bicker and quarrel, and you run the you know, learn more about leadership. And so uh, I'm super curious what you've been learning about leadership and uh, what you've been doing as you've been building your business. I know off air, you told me some of the success you've had over the years. So want to hear about your story today. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to share it, you know, because this is what it's all about sharing the, you know, the knowledge that we gain throughout life, because, you know, when we're kids, you know, we don't know anything. And when we grow up, it's just like, Oh crap, I really didn't know anything. And once you grow up, you figure out, it's like, oh, crap, I still don't know anything. Yeah, that's true. You and the, the more wise you get and the more <clears throat> knowledge and understanding you get, the more you realize, I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> but uh, we're going to get into your story today. And I really. Oh, yeah, he's totally, he's totally always the same. Yeah, and we're going to um, talk about leadership today as well, Abel. I'm really was um, kind of impressed by what you were sharing with me from what you've been learning so I wanted you to have the opportunity to get to share that with our audience today. I want to say thank you to today's episode sponsor for making it all possible. That's our friends at Jobber. If you guys are looking for a CRM to run your business, to do your billing, to do your invoicing, uh, Jobber's got you covered from scheduling to getting paid faster. Jobber's the CRM that I use to run my businesses. And I'm also going to be teaming up with Jobber guys at the Equip Expo on Thursday, October 20th at 7.30 p.m., I believe, at the rally that's going to be at Copper Kings and Copper and Kings Distillery. And uh, I'm going to be at the Jobber booth there, um, little meet and greet action. So appreciate Jobber supporting our community, sponsoring today's episode. You guys can try Jobber for 14 days for free by clicking on the link in today's episode notes. And that's also available at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Well, guys, if you know anything about Wisconsin, 
Not only are you guys known for your cheese, but you're also known for your snow. So share with us about your business. I know you're cutting that grass, making that cash, plowing that snow, making that dough. Uh, give us a little lay of the land of what you guys got going on. Well, you know, I started, he, I started, do, I did my, I started my business in 2013. I used to work for my boss for five years. He retired and he decided one day that he was going to get out of the business. He was just burned out. He couldn't do it anymore. So the option was sell it to somebody else or sell it to me. But when he sold it to me, it was just going down on a spiral. You know, we got no customers. All the customers have been gone. So we only had like 30 houses left. And uh, so and from there on, I took it upon me, you know, and I just keep, I only have one truck, two lawnmowers, you know, one plow and a couple of lawnmowers. And today, this is uh, nine years later, you're talking about 10 trucks, uh, school bus. The school bus, I use it for the for all the shovelers. They go from place to place because our properties are huge. You know, you're talking about 30 buildings, 20 buildings, 50 buildings, commercial properties, you know, where they have retail. And we had to, you know, take care of all of it, summer and winter. So it's a, our operation, and it goes from summer that we employ six people and then in the winter, we employ around 30 people, you know, so it, the operation, I guess, I guess pretty intense, you know, that, and from there on, you know, keep going, go ahead, go ahead, no, go ahead, Abel, go ahead. So, you know, and, and basically all this, and I have, you know, I have employees, you know, throughout the years, but in every employee, I try to manage, you know, each one of them separately because not everybody's the same. You know, I try to keep them as much as I can. Our turnovers are being very, very little. I have two people that work with me all these years, and every time they add on, they don't quit. They try to stay with me because I try to help them as much as I can, whether they work for me for one season because they're in summer school or they're going to be working for me for, for a long time. I try to manage that and try to learn from them, and they can learn from me because – if they quit one day, at least they learn something, which they can use further in the future. Yeah, I can't imagine 30 employees and, you know, just you have two people, right? In a marriage, I think the divorce rate's 50%. And that's with two people, mm -hmm. you know, they can't get along. And, you know, half of, you know what I'm saying? Half of two people can't even get along. You And, and it's not a marriage, like you, your employee, you know what I'm saying? But 30 people getting along. This is what we were talking about breakfast. I was like, dude, we got to bring you on the podcast for you to talk about it. You know, people get on people's nerves. Somebody might be doing an excellent job and somebody might be slacking off, but they're getting the same weight. I mean, there's so many uh, things that you've seen in real life. So share with us when you're in the thick of things and, and it's snowing and it's cold and you got a lot of work to do. How do you keep the team showing up on time, performing well and getting along? Well, for me has been the living by example, you know, and I'm going to, and I'm going to tell you to do something that I never done. You know, when I was shorthanded, I used to work 40, 48 hour straight, no sleep, you know, because when it snowed, you can't just go home and say, say Oh, I can plow later on or tomorrow's another day. You can't do that when you got, you know, people can't get out of their houses or they cannot get into their business. I had to be there. So, if I spend the time and nobody's going to care more about my business than, you know, than me, you know, so they're going to come and I had to make them feel that they are me, that they are, they are very important to me and that nothing's going to get done unless they don't do it with me. 
and I get down and dirty. I get dirty. You know, I plow, I shovel, I mow, I trim, I blow. I do all of it with them. You know, when you're talking about leadership, leadership is just basically how you can influence somebody, you know, to do the same type of work. You know, it's like when the Bible just said, when me and two are together to accomplish one thing, you know, in the name of Jesus, it's almost the same thing. You, you have to convince somebody else to do one thing and say, hey, can you come in with me and pray with me? It's like making a sales pitch. You know, you have to sell it to somebody to help you to do something or and this is how you develop a leadership. A leadership is not just one person alone. You know, a leader is when somebody's. Somebody's following somebody. If you take a lot of words, you know, like nowadays they use the influencer type of um, terminology. You know, people like to talk about it, but literally a leader is an influencer and influence other people to accomplish major things. You know, Martin Luther King, he didn't have podcasts, you know, he didn't have a YouTube channel. He just had a dream and people show up. With, and with what, you know, it's like, how did the, how these people got to talk to each other to show up, uh, you know, by the way, on Washington, D.C., you know, to hear the, the dream speech, you know. So it's something that everybody had to get together, you know, and this is what I encourage my employees. They had to be willing to get down and dirty just like I did. And I had to present them a future. They cannot just work for me. Every day, day in and day out, I had to bring them to a future, give them something to show them. So because not everybody's going to work like that. You know, some people can work every day and be happy about it, but not everybody's like that. Somebody, somebody, most of the people want to matter and everybody and everybody needs to be taken care of. Like my wife take care of me and I take care of my employees. I take care of my kids. They depend on me to provide that and where they're going to go. You know, if you give it a certainty, you're going to go, they're going to walk away, you know, and this is something that is very reliable. Excuse me. Every feature, everything that we do. Yeah. Excuse my ignorance. I, I'm down in Georgia. It's 90 and sunny right now. And, you know, I'm thinking about going to, the, <laughs> you know, going to the pool later on this afternoon. But uh, we don't, it doesn't snow down here other than maybe once or twice a year, if that. So, to me, it seems like it'd be a huge challenge if you have 30 employees and then you have to downgrade to six for the, the lawn mowing season. Where do those guys get their income, the 24 that you lay off? Or or, or how does that work? And, and what incentive do they have to work for you knowing, you know, I'm sure they have, you know, wives and children to feed. How, how do they work for you in the elements of the weather and then you know, when the snow season's over, what, what are they doing for income and how, how, how do you manage that? It makes no sense to me down here in Georgia. So again, forgive me for that's not a, that's a very understanding good question it. I think this that's a very good question because I think that somebody, everybody knows, you know, when it comes to snow, because I, I live here, you know, I grew up in Puerto Rico, we got no snow, but when it comes to here, you know, um, I used to have the same people and I used to struggle because it was always the same people, summer and winter. And it was only six, four, you know, and the company kept growing. But then at one point I realized that roofers don't work when snow hits. Truck drivers, like they dumping dirt or they're dumping asphalt and all that. They don't work when it's a snowstorm because when it snows, you know, a lot of things get shut down. So the roofers don't have anything to do. So I got a hold of 
our crew, they were doing roofing and then they start helping me. And then from out of those roofers, I figured out who has a license, who doesn't, and who wants to aspire for more. And I can put them in a plow truck or in one of my pieces of equipment. And then I got the same thing. If I got truck drivers, they're coming to me. I just put them in a truck because it's a lot easier because they know how to drive and they be, and they drive big equipment. So they depend on both jobs in order to be, you know, in order to make it through the, the winter, you know, because if they're not going to work, they're going to go under unemployment. But if they work for me, they're going to get paid way more than what, what employment offers. Very great answer. And that makes a ton of sense because down here, our, our weather, you know, pretty much cloudy and, and cold, but doesn't snow. So that, that answers that question. Um, very, very insightful. You said you've been at this for nine years, Abel. What is one piece of practical advice you would share to my audience who's just getting started? It's it's overwhelming how many guys are in year one, um, possibly year two. I mean, I'm talking brand spanking new in this industry, and I appreciate you guys listening to our show and trusting the advice. So what, what advice do you have, you know, coming up on a decade and, and managing all these employees and customers and commercial properties? Uh, what's practical advice to the new guys just to get started out? When the new guys started, I had I had I had a couple of guys. I don't know if you know uh, Jerry from JC's Lawn Tips. He he's a single kid. You know, he's a he was a teenager when he came to me, and he was making videos to say, "Hey, you want to come over and learn? You know what what I'm doing in the winter?" And so, oh yeah, sure. So he hopped on with me throughout the whole season, and at the end of the season, I gave him a truck with me inside, and I started showing him how to do it, and. Three years later, he was still working with me and now he's on his own. And that's exactly what I was aiming for, because I know that you can make a lot of money with the snow. Um, you know, you cut the you cut a grass one day and but in winter, you can have to go to the same property multiple times just to get rid of the snow. Um, but if somebody that's starting brand new, I would say get under the wind of somebody that is already doing it. You can you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know, it's something that a lot of people say, oh, no, I'm going to just do it by myself. You know, you're not a lone ranger. Rangers, lone rangers die, you know, in, in the process. You have to learn and learn from somebody that has it already. And YouTube has a lot of guys that do it and they put stuff on, you know, here and there. I do. I put some stuff here and there. I don't I don't do it like some of the guys. I don't have the time for that. You know, when I have the time, then I, I put it up there and hopefully somebody will get a, a little nugget, you know. Totally. Did JC Lawn Care reach out to you or did you find him and take him under your wing? How did that start? Well, the, the reason it started because I do lawn care and my company was, I we get around the area and he knew I was in the area and he reached out to me just to meet up with each other. But for the snow, he, um, I reached out to him because I know that he's an ambitious kid, that he wants to move forward. He has a great future uh, in front of him. So I just... Come and learn. You know, just do it. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it. You can stay working with me and everything. And I don't, you know, I I, I love it if you would stay. But if you want to go on your own, man, I'm, I'm going to help you as much as I can. So I help him with, you know, I give him my own contract so that he can take a look at my contract and how I put them together, how I bid a property, how I sold, how we plow, all of it. I put it all you know, pretty much on his hands so that he can learn and, you know, be successful. What those are the things that I have learned, I had to pay some people that I made millions in the business that I reach out and they were more than willing to help me 
to give me prices, you know, how to talk to customers. Because, you know, let's let's face it. I'm Puerto Rican. Um, I just learned the language uh, maybe, I don't know, 20 years ago. And I, I stay away from Latinos so that I can learn the language. And my English is not the best. You know, I'm not Brian's long minutes, you know. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS Track It, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS Track It with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're out there in the field, mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much. Worried that you won't make payroll. Or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Hi, this is Jason with Lake Tap Landscaping. I used Paul's price increase letter this off-season in February. Sent it out to all my clients for a minimum 10% increase and was able to get 100% acceptance rate from all my lawn maintenance clients. It's a great decision to uh, raise your prices on a yearly basis. You can pick up the price increase letter at greenindustrypodcast.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. What is the biggest challenge you're facing at the moment? The biggest challenge, the biggest challenge is the people uh, finding people, at least for winter, is the the most struggling part. I don't know if the government is giving them money so that they don't have to work or what, but it's very hard to find people. And by you know, by not finding people, it requires me to buy more equipment, which means I buy equipment for a sidewalk. A sidewalk machine costs over thirty thousand dollars, you know, which is no joke. Um, but that because that machine can do the work of five, six guys. I have one machine that does two and a half miles and the guys can, and the guy can do it all by himself. You know, he can plow it, salt it, shovel in front of the doors and everything. And he can do it all by himself, you know? So that big piece of machine, it really helps. And, uh, but the people finding people is you're going to find it everywhere else. You know, and it's not only my industry, you can go to McDonald's and they're closed. In the dining room, used with the fact that they don't have employees. 
Yeah, the Waffle House next to where I live used to be open 24-7. That was kind of a staple of what it was known for. And now it closes in the evening and reopens in the morning um, because of the the labor shortage. How has uh, social media, and and feel free to shout out your handles or whatnot, how has that uh, plugged you into the community and, and helped your business? Well, the social media, I started just because, um, you know, I'm 47 years old, um, so I'm in the older side, but I've always been fascinated by dancing and all that stuff. I used to dance when I was a kid, and uh, and whatever I post on, on, on Instagram, which I'm more likely to be there, uh, Long Force LLC, usually I just goofing around, I dance. I, if I have an equipment, I show it with music and try to put everything that I do. I try to put it with music and uh, it just, if I can have a Corvette, I have a Instagram pretty much. That's great. Well, is there anything we're leaving out here that you want to address? I know at, at breakfast, you were going crazy on, on leadership and all you were learning with that. Is there anything else you want to impart to our audience today? Well, on, on, on leadership, I'm very, uh, I'm very well out. I'm very outspoken about it. You know, if I'm going to influence, I have a family. I have four kids and a wife. And when you become a parent, your life um, expectation changes drastically. You know, it's not uh, nothing. It's, it's not even more about you. It's about them. And and that's what I became pretty much a leader or, you know, or, or an influencer because I have to influence my kids to have a, to have a future and to be successful people in life, you know? So once you get to that point, let me give you a, before we cut out or anything, um, there's th- different types of leadership. The first one is, is the one by position where you became a leader because, you know, I became a father because I have a baby, I have a kid. So I became a father. So I became a leader. That's just a position, you know, but the other one is a per, uh, like a permission when the kid or an employee do it because they want to please you or they want to do it because they want to help you. You say, Oh, I'm working on the, you say, puppy, uh, let me help you out. You know, so that you don't, you don't break your back. You know, the same thing with an employee. They want to do a better job so that you can do better when you're working. And then we got the third one. The third one is, uh, it's, uh, it's like the, I call it the production one, you know, because you had or oh, the produce, you know, you had to produce what you do, you know? So let's say I get my hands dirty at work and I'm work with everybody and we get the job done. Let's say it rained yesterday and we have to mow a bunch of lawns. We all get together. Everybody's working as a team and we all work together. Now as a father, it's the same way, you know, they're in school, which means they had to produce a school and have good grades in order to get to be successful in life and be successful with other kids, you know, because you cannot just let them lose at school and they didn't to fight or anything like that. So that's the the that's how they relate with each other. When you become a leader, you have to put it in perspective as a father, or you put it as a leader at work. And this is how they both combine. Now the fourth one, the fourth one is when you start teaching people, or let's say my kids, how to be better fathers. You know, when they're all grown up. And they are going to have their own kids and you want to help them to be successful as a father. And with me, they, they're going to see what I do and what work with me, with them. And then they're going to have their own things, you know, how they, you know, like, let's say, oh, because I was poor. 
I don't want my kids to be poor. So you change something somewhere from your parents. So now let's say I go to my kids because they don't want to be poor. Let's say my kids have a different attitude towards that. And so, well, my father always gave me money, so I don't have to work. Man, you know, I don't want to do that with my kids. They're going to soft, tough it up. You know, whatever they want, they're going to have to buy it. They're going to have to pay for it. You know, it's a different mentality, but everybody's going to be, you know, growing in a certain way. And your goal on this fourth one is so that they can be on their own producing. That's good. And helping whoever's around them, you know, and let's say you and and because you had a nice bright, um, big audience on it. You become a leader on all of us because whatever you say or whatever, whoever you bring, it's going to bring that type of information. It's not, you have to be like, let's say intentional about Mm -hmm. it. I, uh, Oprah got a, an interview once and she said, I got an interview. And then she said, well, at one point I did a interview and I didn't put my point that I wanted to do on the show. And since that day on, he, she said, everything's going to have a purpose for every show. It's good. If we want to create a point, that's exactly the point that we want to create. That's so good. we always have to be consider, you know, oh, who's listening or who might be listening. You know, like sometimes I look at my Instagram, you know, when I put on my feet and I see who's looking, I don't even know who was that person. You know, they have that check mark that they're supposed to be like valuable or to society or to the Instagram world, you know, and they have a check mark. Oh, they even took a look at me. huh? You know, but it's the same way, you know, and then let's go to the to the fifth one which is the pinnacle, the, the, the greatest leaders of all time. You know, mm-hmm. that's exactly what you want to be. When you want to get to that position, let's take in my kids. My kids are going to teach their kids, but then they're going to come back to me asking me how to raise their own kids, how you help them create their kids to become better fathers. So you got all or the whole, you know, from little kids all the way to adult. When you have leadership as in a business, it's the same way. I'm creating my employees to produce. I'm creating my my employees to be leaders so that I can step back a little bit and they can do it on their own. And once they get to that position, then they have small leaders or they have crew shift and all that. Mm -hmm. Then they can step out as well. And they can do the same thing. And the companies start getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I think the problem that we have with companies nowadays is they don't care about the employees. If they don't care about the employees, they're not going to last. You know, and, and it's very important that, that when we grow or the lifestyle that I'm going to have, you want them to have the same type of lifestyle. In order to get gold, you have to dig, dig a lot of dirt. Totally. Well, I really appreciate your time, Abel, and your influence in your business to your team, as well as taking that leadership to the home and and being a leader to your family, to your children, ultimately to your grandchildren. I know it's a talking a little, you know, ahead of time, but you know, when that comes, you're you're laying a really firm foundation uh, in your family. Are you planning to go to equip for those who are listening that want to shake your hand and meet you? Yes, I'm gonna be at the Quip uh, show. I'm gonna be with my crew. I bring every, I bring my crew. I pay for everything, um, so that they can have a good time. 
learn the business and everything. And then if somebody wants to reach out to me, they can go to uh, at Loan Force LLC. But if they want to learn more about leadership and things like that, they can um, they can send me an email to leading the pack with a bell at gmail.com. I try to send a newsletter out so that people can get informed, you know, how to, you know, give them tips here and there, or if they have any questions about leadership, because I know that that's it's a little bit rough sometimes, even from me, um, but they can reach out to me and then we can talk about it and, you know, they can at any time. Great. Well, when this episode comes out, email it out to your email list and tell them to tune in because you, you dropped several gems today. I really, yes. appre- I really appreciate your time. It was great. Again, to spend more time with you, we, you know, we see each other in passing it trade shows and, uh, you know, of course on social media, but, to, you know, we got to sit down and it was uh, Cameron Duncan and Sean Spencer and Abel. We had breakfast, um, delicious breakfast uh, at a hotel when we were at the, a Toro event. And oh, was, yeah. it was just cool to get to um, learn more about your family and business and, and the leadership, um, the hunger you have to become a better leader. It, it's really uh, refreshing. Um, so anyway, thanks for being on the program today, guys, go follow Abel. If you're not already on Instagram, he's quite entertaining. And uh, it's at law enforce LLC, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, that'll cool. be, I'll be there. Awesome. Well, we'll see you shortly here in Louisville, Kentucky. Great catching up. Awesome. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Well, guys, the largest trade show in our industry is going to be here before we know it. Equip Expo coming up October 18th through 21st, 2022. It's in Louisville, Kentucky, and there's tens of thousands of other lawn care landscape folks, hardscape folks even, that attend this industry-leading event. Uh, If you've never been there, guys, I highly recommend attending this trade show. There's multiple reasons to attend. There's the networking, or you can just hang out with other folks who run lawn care businesses, landscaping businesses, hardscaping businesses, and talk shop. Um, There's all kind of education and training going on. And there's all this new equipment. I mean, we are talking over the last several years in our industry, some new technologies, new power, uh, you know, with all the battery and electric stuff that's been coming out over the last few years, the robotic stuff, and even the gas engine stuff, you know, um, upgrading and things of that nature, all the softwares that, that are out there to run our businesses. Uh, It's the place to be to see the latest and the greatest. And um, for me, if I could put in a hierarchy of why I go, the the number one reason is the people. I absolutely love getting to connect with friends um, that I've met in previous years and and meeting new friends and just hanging out with everyone. It's a big old family reunion, and I love it. And the equipment's just icing on the cake to to see what else um, is coming out there. Um, with the innovation and things of that nature. It's, it's just icing on the cake for me, but it's all about the networking and the people. Here's the deal. Tickets right now are $40, and if you want to save 50% off, you can register for $20 with the promo code ALL. All you got to do is click on the link that Mr. Producer will provide in today's show description, show notes, and uh, register today for the Equip Expo Again, you can get a rate of only $20 if you use promo code Paul in today's show notes. Thanks for listening, guys. Smash that follow button. We hope to catch you on the next episode of the Green Industry Podcast. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.